Welcome to Growing Up Boomer. I'm your host, Padre, with my co-host, Cotton. And this podcast is dedicated to the life and times of the baby boomer generation. The show is loosely scripted, and sometimes we'll go down rabbit holes, and where it leads us to, one will never know. This podcast can be informative, funny, and sometimes irreverent. But most of all, we hope you find it entertaining. You know, one thing we need to talk to our audience about, Cotton, uh-huh. is how many people actually had a job in the 1950s, right, wow. after, right after the war, mm-hmm. you know? And so it, it was around one in two women of working age had a job in the 1950s uh, compared to today, which is two thirds. So 66% of women who are working age today have a job. Now, the number for men is a little bit different, okay? Mm -hmm. The number for men in the 1950s, 96% of men of working age were employed. Today's number is 75%. Really? Yeah, according to the report. You know what that tells me? Men are lazy. Well, are either of us working? (laughs) (laughs) You can see the the difference in between. I'm just saying, man, this means men are just lazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They don't want to work. But here's another thing, too. Are you ready for this one here? Mm -hmm. The average hours people had were work, work, average work hours was 48 hours a week in 1952. Okay. Yeah. Today... Full-time employees work an average of 37. No, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> it must be tech jobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know, they, they, they need to have a safe place, so they take a couple of hours off, I guess. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. How about this? How about this? The average wage in the 1950s was 75 cents an hour. Wow. Yeah. Oh, but, wow. We got, but we got a raise in 1956 to a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. What did I tell you? When I started, I was making a dollar thirty-five an hour, and that was in the sixties. I think I was making a dollar sixty-five. Yeah, that was no, in nineteen sixty. Yeah. and I got a nickel raise. <laughs> that was in nineteen sixty-eight. The minimum wage went to one sixty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you know you could see it climbing up there. Okay. Yeah. Get get this. Get this. In 1952, only 43%, now this is according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, only 43% had a high school diploma. Yeah. I'm shocked. Well, you know what the sad part is? Huh. They probably know more back then than what they're teaching in the L.A. Unified School District today. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. But only 43% had a high school diploma back then, the workforce. And oh, yeah. and the reason for wow. that is because agriculture was big back then. Mm-hmm. In in 1950, there were seven million people employed in agriculture. In 2017, it's down to 3.4 million. So it's about a drop of 52 percent. Why are you talking about citizens or? No, I'm talking about agriculture. Oh, okay. Okay, so there's so. When you're looking at uh, a lot of a lot of uh, what we've gone is from an agricultural base economy to a consumer, which makes more manufacturing. And then yeah. what we did is then we moved the manufacturing out of the United States. Yeah. And so but, you know, we'll go over that in another episode about what jobs, you know, how, how the jobs have decreased throughout the uh, throughout the 50s, 60s, 70s and 80s. But you can see the reason why uh, you didn't need too much of a high school diploma, because a lot of times it would leave school early, probably to work on the farm, you know, because yeah. a, lot, a lot of the farms back then were uh, family owned, not like uh, the big uh, farms they are today. Mm-hmm. OK, get this. In the 1950s, average income for a family was three thousand dollars a year, a year, a year. Wow. But but average cost for a car was about $1,500. Wow. And the medium home prices, $7,300. Man. (laughs) And then you look at 2014, or medium income for a family is now $53,600. Wow. But but the average cost of a car, and this is back in 2014, is $31,000. And you know it's gone higher now. Oh, yeah. And the the house is now $302,000. 
And you know, if you're in California, it's a heck of a lot higher than that. Oh, yeah. So now, you oh, know. And what, what year was that? This was 2014. Huh. I couldn't get much closer that really had a, a, a hard number because, you know, when you look in the government websites, or they take a while to get caught up. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. So what can you say? But yeah, this is funny, too, because, you know, you and I grew up in the hardware business. Oh, yeah. And here's the data for hardware stores. Now, when I say hardware stores, I'm not talking about Depot. I'm not talking about Lowe's. I'm just talking about the small hardware stores. Okay. Yeah. So workforce in small hardware stores is 205,000 people in the United States. Wow. Which is quite down from what it used to be. Oh, yeah. Average age uh, is 42.1 years old. Okay. <laughs> Average salary, right? Mm-hmm. Is about, you know, and this is full and part time employees. Average salary is about 31,000. Now, average salary for a male employee is 34,800. 34, really? Yeah. <laughs> Get this for a female employee, it's 35,800. You know what that huh. tells me? You know what that tells what? me? They probably own the hardware store. Yeah, you're probably right. Yep, yep. You know, they're making $1,000 more than the average male. The female probably owns the store. (laughs) Uh, Hey, how about this? Retail companies in California that are no longer in business. Remember that they were prominent in the 1960s and 70s? And you probably, I remember a lot of them, okay? Do you remember Jemco? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You had to have a card to get in. Yep. Yes. Remember, they were the, the, the forerunners of Sam's Clubs and all of those. How about White, uh-huh. how about White Front? White Front. Yep. We had one, uh, we had one uh, yeah, a couple of miles away. Yes. Yeah. Zodis. Do you remember Zodis? Zodis. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you may not remember this one. Unimart? No. Okay. I'll tell you a story about Unimart here. Do you remember Disco Fair? Nope. Two guys? Two guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a good that was a great store. Yeah. And Fedmart? Fedmart, yep. But yeah. you needed a card, so we didn't go into Fedmart. No, no, you did not. I work for Fedmart. Really? And yes. you didn't have to have a card? No, they just told you that because they didn't want you to come into the store. I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you about I worked when I was first coming on board and I was working fast food, right? I was working to wiener. Uh-huh. Okay. And if you remember, you went into a DeWiener and they always had pictures of the original franchise owners, right? Some of yeah. them had it. I worked yep. for that. I worked for one of these guys. <laughs> I said, we'd walk in. I said, honey, I used to work for this guy. I was a night manager for him. <laughs> you know, and that's when I was going to high school. So I was a night manager. Oh, um, yeah. But, you know, remember Durfunds in 61. <laughs> That was their, that was their, that's a new slogan, Durfund since 61. Jeez. Well, the funny thing was, I, that's when I was making 135 an hour. Uh-huh. I happened to see a job, you know, you because when you used to find a job, you'd have to go to the paper, right? And so uh-huh. you get the LA time to look, oh, Unimart's hiring. So I went down to Unimart, filled out an application, right? Mm-hmm. And they called me back and they said, you got a job. So great. I go in for the final interview or the orientation. They're taking down the Unimart sign oh. and re- and replacing it with Disco Fair. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, okay, I go hire for Disco Fair. And before you know it, it changes to two guys. They take down the Disco Fair sign and they put up the two guys sign. Oh, wow. Oh, so it was a pretty good sized store. Though. Absolutely. One of the stores, the Garden Grove stores, was a quarter mile long. Wow. And then, get this. Fedmart buys them. Wow. So I worked for all of them. Really? Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm going like, I worked for all of them. I didn't even have to move. <laughs> yeah, I transferred from store to store, but it was the same one. You know, Unimart. Okay, I get the job. It was Unimart. A couple of weeks later, they call me and I say, okay, I'll go in for the orientation. We'd like to hire you. They're taking down the Unimart sign, putting up Disco Fair. Wow. And then all of a sudden, I'm yeah, still working there. Yeah, you know there. where the restrooms were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, oh, how about this? How about this one? Builders Emporium. Yes. Yeah. You know that Absolutely. one because we Great both store. worked for that one. That was that was an awesome store. I used to like oh, that. Oh, yeah. You oh, know? yeah. You yep, know? I worked uh, one, two, three stores. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was about your only retail that you had. You were more in wholesale than, than retail. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you would call that. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's, um, of course, uh, do you remember this one? National Lumber. Oh, yeah. 
National Lumber was a big competitor of the Builders Emporium. Oh, yeah. You remember uh, uh, Shorty and Cheap Chicken? Yep. <laughs> Those commercials were great. Candy, candy. I, I think I still got a patch somewhere. Oh. <laughs> uh, what was the other one? Grossman's. Grossman's, yep. Yeah. Another yeah. good chain. I sold to them for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did during, the, during that time. And I was working for them, I believe, when you were selling them. And yep. the sad part about all of this, all these companies that I just named, uh-huh. I work for more than half of them, and they're all out of business. Well, what's that tell you? Yeah, exactly. You know what? <laughs> In our old church, they used to laugh about that because they used to say, what company haven't you worked for that hasn't gone out of business? <laughs> Great people, huh? <laughs> yeah. And you know my last company I worked for, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. They said they were going to call the owner and have them, you know how they had the key, the marquee, and they always put special things, you know, on the marquee. Oh, yeah. You know, little sayings and stuff like that. They wanted them to put on, I survived Joe Ariza. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what other one? What but, other chain uh, put their little sayings on it? You worked for them for a long time. Yeah, yeah. 18, oh, yeah. 18 years. Yeah. Yeah. I survived. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, and then one, one other company, and I don't, it wasn't so prevalent in California, but I think it's a very, very interesting. Remember Handy Dan? Handy Dan? Handy Dan. It was more in the East Coast, uh, Texas area. I know you, Oh, gotcha. I, I know you, sometimes you went out, you went to, uh, uh, I know you did uh, Arizona, Nevada, and sometimes you went out to New Mexico or what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but. Uh, the reason why I bring up uh, Handy Dan, uh, what's his name? Bernie Marcus. Remember Bernie oh, he, Marcus, the CEO of... Really? Uh, yeah, because he was the CEO of Handy Dan in 1978 when they brought in a corporate rescuer by the name of Sandy Zigaloff. Oh, wow. Yeah, you remember that name. And he fired oh, very, Bernie Marcus. Vivid, he fired yes. Bernie Marcus. And then Bernie Marcus starts what? Home Depot. Yep. See? Revenge, yep. <laughs> revenge is a good motivator. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Home Depot put all of, all of those companies out. Yeah. yeah. And so here we are. Here we are in retail. Yep. You and I have been working retail. Well, you're more in the wholesale. I was retail most of my life, and I went into wholesale finally mm-hmm. for a little bit. But it wasn't sales. It was you know store design and stuff like that. The thing that is so funny about retail, and you know you've heard mm-hmm. me say this before. First of all, number one. It is the second oldest profession in the world, okay? We all know what the first is. Yeah. And basically, the first and the second are kind of the same. You sell yourself. For the second, you sell yourself to sell stuff. The first, you sell yourself to sell yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> so, but that is so funny is that no one, I mean, both, both you think about this. No one grows up, right? When they're like five years old, you what do you, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or I want to work retail. No one ever says that as a kid. Retail is the Denny's of all professions. You know, just like Denny's, you never plan to end up there, right? You never say I'm going to make a reservation at Denny's. You just oh, end yeah. up there because everything else is closed. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like oh yeah. No one, when you check with even the higher ups that are in retail, very few say when they're like five to 10 years old, you know what? I want to be in retail. You just yeah. end up there. <laughs> yep. Cotton, I'll guarantee you, you did not study to be in retail. Nope, sure didn't. <laughs> you were probably either an artist or an actor. I'll guarantee you, you were probably, that's what you went to school for. How about both? <laughs> <laughs> And look how that turned out. As as I uh, as I'm talking to you now, I'm uh, doing a painting. So there you go. <laughs> I know it. I know it. You the character. I still have the character of of you of me uh, that you drew for me with me in the golf outfit. Oh yeah, yeah. with a Rodney Dangerfield bag. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but you 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 see what you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. I I told you before. I myself plan to be electron electronic engineer okay working for northrop my dad was a security guard there he could get me in you know give me an interview and all that stuff and look where i ended up okay <laughs> ended up in retail don't get me wrong okay 
retail has been very good to me. Oh, I yeah. cannot complain. I've worked for some wonderful, wonderful people, but I'll guarantee you ask anyone who's in retail and what their major was school in, and I'll guarantee it wasn't business. Yep. And if it was, <laughs> it was business for hedge funders or whatever. It was not, oh, I want to go into retail. And it just doesn't happen. And yep. I tell you, and the reason why it doesn't happen is sometimes the customers can be pretty bad. You know? Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> You've been there. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And it, but let's be honest. The majority of customers are wonderful. Okay. Oh, but, absolutely. You know, they, they're just uh, wonderful people. You just remember the bad ones. You know, oh yeah, I re- I remember one time um, because you were in management in one of the old companies that you worked for, so they mm-hmm. required you to wear a tie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, did you wear a tie when you were uh, in the business? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, for let's see, I'm gonna think, probably wore a tie in, on uh, three different businesses. Because mm-hmm. you were management as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine them them picking us for managers? <laughs> No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> let me uh, let me ask you. Would you have picked us for managers? Uh, I probably would have. You know what? When I look back at it, um, the the people that worked mm-hmm. for you, the majority of the time, they were good people. So uh, so it was a team effort. Mm-hmm. Even even on my side. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I remember one time we had a big managers meeting. Yep. So they got everybody together. And it was security department turned to come up to uh, say something. And they were saying that from now on, everybody's wearing clip-on ties. It's clip-on ties. Clip-on. Yeah. Yeah. Remember how I used to to learn how to tie a knot and it had to be perfect and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay. Security department says, starting on this date, you will wear a clip-on tie. And of course, they didn't supply them. You had to go out and buy them. Sure. Yeah. Went up to the security uh, office and I said, why do we have to wear a clip-on tie? And they said, well, they had an issue at one of the stores. And I said, what happened? And he says, some guy came in and he was upset about his $9.99 weed whacker, right? This when <laughs> weed whackers first started coming out and they yeah. weren't very good. Yep. And he wanted That's a refund. He, yeah. He wanted a refund. And the thing was just beat to all get out. And the manager told him no. So uh-huh. the customer then grabs him by the tie, holds him down at the desk and beats him with the weed whacker. <laughs> that's my kind of manager. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why they said from now on you're wearing clip-on ties. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and I don't I used to work the garden department. I was a manager of the garden department. Okay. Okay. We used to have a uh, electric forklift, right? Mhm. Okay. And back then electric forklifts weren't very good, right? Yeah. So we would get a truck and trailer load of steer manure, right? <laughs> so that electric forklift would last less than half of the time it took to unload that truck. So that means the rest of them had to be unloaded by hand. Uh, yeah. During the summer in Southern California, when the little town oh, yeah. just out of LA, you're mm-hmm. unloading like 20 pallets of steer manure by hand. Yeah, okay. that's crazy. Oh, golly. And so you'd hand it down to the guy below. Of course, I was in the best shape of my life because <laughs> that yeah. happened every week. You know, the only advantage of, of, of doing that, you know what the only advantage was? Hmm. We'd make sure we get it done when we knew crews were going on lunch so we can get free lunches. <laughs> because we had a real small break room, right? And you mm-hmm. stunk to high heaven. And so you'd go in there and have a break and you just order, order a, a drink, right? You'd get a drink out of the machine, your drink, and people were there and they're going, oh, God, I'm not hungry. Well, are you going to eat that? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you can have it. Go tell you, oh, okay, thanks a lot. It fell on the floor. Well, how, how long was it there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, but oh, golly, I, that, was, that was just, I remember those days. That was just horrible. But it'd get, you get a free lunch out of it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my favorite cologne, Oda Steer. <laughs> or Corel number five. <laughs> I got to tell you, and we would have steer manure on sale, okay? Yep. <laughs> and you would have customers come up in brand new Cadillacs, right? Mm-hmm. 
and they'd want two bags of steer manure. They would make you dig through an entire pallet of 50 to find two clean bags. No way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, the, and, what, you, and you did it? I did. Yeah, everybody did. I mean, customer service was king. Except well, this, and, except uh, and in the meantime, they were inside the store, other people, and stealing your rotten. No, no, that wasn't quite that bad <laughs> back then. But what, <laughs> what this one guy used to do, he used to grab the bag when he was putting it in, uh-huh. right? Right on from the bottom, because he was a pretty big guy, and he'd rip it, right? He'd rip, mm-hmm. the, he'd rip the bottom, like, right in the middle. So when they picked it up, it was like an eggshell, and all the steer manure would go into the trunk. Oh yeah, <laughs> I tell you, we we used to um, was not a real good part of town mm-hmm. where I was, and uh, we uh, I'd I'd come in in the morning, and someone would would have gone through because we all stocked it outside, right, right, and uh, they kept come through with a knife and slice them all. Yeah, and it was like, oh man. Yeah, but at least all they did was slice them. I guess we were afraid to steal them because if they got caught, can you imagine being being <laughs> being in the who's gal and somebody to ask you, "Hey man, what are you in for? Stealing steer manure?" Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> that's right. No, I guarantee you that they these people weren't uh, weren't there to to get steer manure. They were there to upset people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the thing was that sometimes the bags would rip on the top. Uh huh. Weeds growing out of there, and yeah. the bags, of yeah. course, the bags would say "weed free." Yep. Right. And then <laughs> the customers would go, well, "Look at this! I thought it was weed free." And I tell them, "That's right. All the weeds are free." <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell somebody that? Oh yeah. Oh God! You should hear what you should tell the customers. Oh, that's great. Oh that's God! Classic. And you know, I ran the toiletry department, right? Uh huh. Okay. And one of the and one of the big lines in this, and you can ask anyone who ran trim a tree, they would always come in, and it was usually women, and they would ask you if you had styrofoam balls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know you couldn't help you say no, ma'am, but we do sell them here. Did you say yes? <laughs> or did you talk like this? Yes, ma'am, I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh my goodness! And then you really had some goof offs. Now I'm not talking about customers i'm talking about employees and it was always you know goof off and it was always like the supervisor or the area manager's relative oh really oh yeah because the (laughs) wife made made that guy hire her her brother okay you're kidding me yeah and the guy would just he was just strictly a goof off some of these guys i mean sometimes (laughs) we we always i used to work the patio department as well right so mm-hmm. I, you know, I used to run a you know, garden, patio, what else, toys, and then we had the supervisor, then you had the area manager. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy would crawl in between the lounge pads and take naps. <laughs> and every so often, you'd hear somebody screaming, ah, and then you'd run over, and it was the guy in the pads, and some customer woman was digging through the pads to get one, and she finds this guy there, and she thought he was dead. <laughs> she thought she found a body. And he'd get up, and he said, Ma'am, I am testing them for durability. I think you'll really like this one. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> oh, God, this guy was something. Oh, I want Were you to... a manager at that time? What's that? Were you I, I, was, I was not at that time. I was still young. There. I, was, I was doing manager duties, yeah. but I was just a clerk because yeah. they know they could trust me. Because you know how to fire, you know how I am. I would have fired him on the spot. But this yeah. guy was uh, the supervisor's or brother-in-law. And huh. <laughs> it was, it was, it was so bad. Well, uh, I, I got to tell you this one story. The event we had. Did, I, I don't think Builders Emporium did many events. No, but we no, did it. But uh, when I was at two guys, we did events all the time. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for instance. In Cinco de Mayo, we were giving out, you know, Mexican flags and goldfish, right? No we, way. Yeah, yeah. We have a big, you know, you know, when you'd make one of those, uh, the small above ground pool, and you'd put a ton of goldfish in there, and you scoop them out, and you give them and stuff. One time, uh, <laughs> I was there, and I'm going like, man, where, where's all the goldfish? You know, because they called me and they said, you know, this the filter, you know, there's not filter was not working properly. And so no, no problem. I'll call, you know, I'll call maintenance. And they'll fix it up. And I looked in there and I says, where are all the fish? 
And they go, well, you know, we've been giving them away like crazy. And I said, oh, okay. You know, there was, there was still a, quite a few fish in there. But. <laughs> and so we get the maintenance guy out there. And, uh, and so, you know, when you change the filter for me, he goes, sure. So he undoes it. And, you know, it was one of those canister filters. So it's real tall, right? Mm-hmm. He opens it up. And all these dead goldfish just come pouring out on the floor. Oh, it was nasty man. and it smelled. And I said, <laughs> didn't you set this up? And he goes, well, yeah, I did. And so where's the screen? So that way the fish don't get sucked in. <laughs> I guess I forgot. <laughs> oh, man. We did that two years. That was it. No more. It was so bad. And it was I just, bet. oh. And I am sure we were not the only store to have that happen. <laughs> oh, golly, the stench was just like, oh, man. I, I we never, cleared out never the, heard of anybody doing that. Oh, that is crazy. Oh, we, we, we cleared out the patio department, the toy department, and the nursery. Everybody was going, oh, what does that smell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly. Well, getting back to this one kid, right? The one that was the, the uh, brother-in-law of the supervisor. Mm-hmm. We had uh, an event. And the event was, do you remember the Partridge family? Sure. Okay. And uh, the bass player or whatever, just a little small, at that time, small redheaded kid. Danny Bonaducci. Well, you probably know. know, (laughs) I didn't watch much of the Partridge family. But we had them doing, he had them doing uh, autographs, right? Mm -hmm. Autographs in our store. So he was going to make the tour to all the stores. So he comes up to our store and there's no way he can get in. Because there's just kids, there is just kids everywhere. I mean, there, I mean, I can't believe how many kids were there. It was like looking out and just, you know, seeing like Woodstock, right? I mean, just heads, <laughs> little heads everywhere. And so they couldn't get them in through the front, right? So what they decide to do is bring them through the freight elevator, which was my department where we're going to set them up because we want to put them at the back of the store. So, you know, the parents would be able to walk through and shop while the kids are waiting in line. Mm-hmm. What a mistake. So <laughs> they bring him up through the freight elevator because they what they do is they pull his limo to the front of the store. Then you can hear the kids say, he's up at the front. And they all go to the front. They all rush to the front. At that time, <laughs> then they open up the freight elevator, get him into the corner. You know, he's got his entourage. He's got those bodyguards around there. And they got us. We're also body kind of like keeping the kids away from him. And then all of a sudden you hear, He's in the back. And I swear to you, it looked like Ghostbusters. Remember like in the movie Ghostbusters where things are flying in the air? You see this wave of kids. You can't see them because they're so short, but there's clothing flying in the air, right? They are just (laughs) rushing. And then it looks like Jurassic Park at the end of the clothing department when the like Tyrannosaurus Rex comes through, Uh right? Except it's just like a, a, it's a stampede of kids. (laughs) and they're just rushing the place right and they're actually crawling trying to get over the fixture to get to this guy and we're pushing them back you know get back and back i mean it was mayhem (laughs) well then all of a sudden we see these kids and we he was by the garden apartment we have a 10-foot fence right Mm -hmm. in the garden apartment and all of a sudden we see these kids climbing the fence Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And my and supervisor says, there. oh, golly. And, you know, they had to climb up because there was an ice plant, like a little hill that went up. Mm-hmm. Must have been about 20 feet of a small grade. But they had to climb up the ice plant and get into the fence. My supervisor says, get them down. This dude, right, his brother-in-law takes a plastic bat and starts smacking the kids' fingers that are on the fence. <laughs> Right. Uh, and these kids are screaming, oh, and then they're falling into the ice plant, rolling down, down to the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, it was unbelievable. You know? Yeah. Forget the police. Just, just knock them down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get those kids off. This guy gets a bat, a plastic, you know, those little, uh, you know, you used to buy those uh, plastic bats with the, with the ball and stuff like that. Oh yeah. He, takes, yeah. he gets that, takes off the ball and he starts smacking the kids fingers fingers on the fence and man you see him go oh you hear him screaming and boom you see him going down <laughs> rolling down he's, hey stop that you know oh my goodness 
and and we had them on a metal picnic table when the when the when the round metal picnic tables were really built really well oh, you yeah. know at the end the thing had to be trashed that was the kids were just pressing so hard to see this guy it was oh, unbelievable uh, oh, oh golly and then, oh yeah it's so funny because some of the customers were just so nice right oh yeah but i i, I would say the majority oh absolutely were, oh yeah. absolutely i would have to say 99.9 of all customers are wonderful okay yeah you just remember that 0.1 percent that really upset you you got that one guy that walks in and he had a rough time with his wife the night before and uh, yeah, yeah. Th those are the guys you get yeah and those are the ones you remember okay yep. oh yeah i, I remember uh, I, what i used to do especially in the garden department is i felt mm -hmm. i felt bad for the the elderly that would come in and looking for shopping and stuff like that because the guys back then only wanted to help out the the young ladies oh yeah, oh, yeah. they did like oh look at that and i felt we so had, we, oh that, there's a story for you there okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was so bad it was so sexist back then that they had a code that they would go over the intercom which was saying there was a 10 walking in the store mm -hmm. I, that's how bad it was i couldn't believe it yeah oh but well, i i had i had one guy that uh was working at the store mm -hmm. and uh young kid real go get him kind of thing mm -hmm. so i see a guy kind of in the tool department the power tool department mm -hmm. walking up and down looking all around he has a big old jacket on and it's in the yeah it's probably in the 80s outside 90s and uh, um so i i go to this kid i go hey stay stay close because this guy's gonna gonna run mm -hmm. oh yeah no problem i go yeah he's a uh, this is the guy blah 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 so finally, you know, he's wandering around about 20 minutes later, I guess I'm going to say. Um, all of a sudden, he grabs this drill and just starts running out the door. I look around, and here's this guy, a young guy, just talking to this girl that he saw there. And I go, get over here. And he's yakking and yakking. So I just ran him. I just ran him down by myself. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> yeah 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 oh i've got a few of those stories as well but i want yeah, to get back to the one about the about, that story <laughs> yeah. i got the uh one about the 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 elderly and so they were always they'd always come in and i'd tell them about the plants and what they what i'd ask them what they were doing and they just loved me so they would come in all the time oh yeah so i got transferred to another store right that's got a new store manager the new store managers i want you i've got a problem department in uh, this store, he says, when you come around? And I said, well, sure, how much are you going to pay me? <laughs> and he gave me a raise, so I, I transferred, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Okay, the guy that I trained to take my place said the, the elderly ladies would still come in looking for me, and they would say, they didn't, I guess they couldn't see my badge, you know, my name, because we always wore badges <laughs> with names, and they'd always go, oh, where's the Jewish boy that was here? <laughs> and the guy goes Jewish. Jewish says, oh. <laughs> what what have I told you, man? I'm a person of color with no color. That's you know? right. That's right. <laughs> you know, oh, where's the where's the nice Jewish boy that used to work here? <laughs> Mine was uh, the little guy. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh golly yeah and isn't it funny that we used to do our own security oh yeah you know oh it you was, can't touch them now funny. i mean when you think about it that mm. wasn't funny because there's a uh, we we both have worked in places that were not the uh the best at times <laughs> there's this one time i gotta tell you mm -hmm. we were working uh and there was a code you know we were working at that i was working at that one big store in garden grove uh, that was like about a quarter mile long right and so we had three yeah entrances and exits so they would always plan to hit the exit that was way to the left because that was the one where they had the departments that really nobody was at but security would be watching and they had a code so they would call a code and all the males would go into that area right mm -hmm. and they'd be hiding you know between the clothes and stuff like that waiting for this guy to bolt Right. There oh, yeah. had to be like sometimes up to 20 guys ready to beat this guy to a pulp. OK. Right. Yep. And you were required to go there if you were a male in the store. Yeah. All right. I didn't make it didn't make me, you know, so I'd always go. 
I'd always kind of like be at the back because, you know, I didn't want anything, anything part of this, right? Because a lot mm-hmm. of times, the first time this ever happened, somebody tripped me and I went sliding on the floor, safe. <laughs> <laughs> so we got this guy, he's got a cartload of electronics. And when I say electronics back, things are, they're, they're, they're like turntables and stuff like that, right? Oh, wow. He's got a full cart and he keeps on, he walks away. And he keeps on edging closer to the door, right? Was this, just was see this two guys or? Yeah, yeah. And you could gotcha. just see him edging closer to the store, right? He keeps on you know, closer to the door, right? And so we're, mm-hmm. and then he walk away, right? He'd be gone for five minutes. And so we're all there in the, in the clothing department looking through the clothes. Oh, okay, we got this guy. All of a sudden, this dude grabs a cart and bolts out the door, right? Everybody gets up, goes towards the door. <laughs> right all yeah. of a sudden they bolt out of the door and then all of a sudden if you're near the back you see people running back in it's like they're doing a circle so as you're running out the guys are passing you and they're going they're shooting at us <laughs> this guy was in a car with a gun and he was wow. shooting you know he was he wow. wasn't shooting to hit anybody he was shooting at the uh because we had tilt-ups and we saw the bullet holes up on the top <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh golly! I mean, it was was, unbelievable back then. Garden Grove, you said. What's that? Yeah, this was Garden Grove. Yeah, wow, wow. Oh god, it was hilarious. I used to run sporting goods as well. Okay. Uh huh. And uh, do you remember? Do you remember them when they had the um, high school occupational program? I don't know if you were ever partake of that. In other words, they would let kids from the high school come out, right? Uh-huh. And they would work the store for credit. They were just free. I mean, we didn't have to pay them, but they would work the store for credit. So when I got transferred over to Garden Grove, they had these, uh, the first thing I go in and they said, oh, we got a new guy coming in, right? You know what I mean? He's for the high school stuff. And so I said, okay, that's fine. And so I was working. So, and all of a sudden, I see this kid, right? High school kid. He's got a nail file. And he's sharpening fish hooks, okay? And I'm going like, so what are you doing? He says, oh, so-and-so told me to sharpen the fish hooks and then put them back in the, in the, <laughs> in, in the boxes. So I go over and say, what are you doing? I said, what do you have this kid doing? He says, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's just, you know, rite of passage. And I said, get out of here. I said, just have him put the stuff back in the box. And he says, oh, you're no fun. <laughs> <laughs> then one time I went off to lunch. I get back. And now they, I see this new kid, right, went on the same program, and he's polishing BBs. Oh, no. They had him <laughs> open up the stuff, and they had him pour out the BBs. They gave him car wax and a, uh, and a, a, a cheesecloth, <laughs> and the dude's polishing BBs. And I'm going, what are uh, you doing? Oh, so-and-so told me to polish the BBs. No questions asked. Yeah, no <laughs> questions asked. You know, I'm going like... I go over and I said, well, what's going on here? And he goes, oh, well, you know, rite of passage. You know, they either sharpen fish hooks or they uh, polish BBs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I could Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, Unbelievable. absolutely. I couldn't believe some of the stuff that went down. Oh, yeah. Um, and, 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 and it doesn't change, okay? You know, my, my oldest son went into management, right? Uh-huh. And it was the same thing. I mean, they were just like, you know, goof goofballs and stuff like that. And, you know, the managers just didn't do anything. And yeah, and this guy was kind of like me. OK, you know, they used to call me the hatchet man. They would call, you know, hey, we need to clean up this department. OK, you go over there and you take care of it. Right. Send Joe right. and, you know, send Padre and he's going to take care of it. Yep. Right. Well, the, yep. thing was, <laughs> the thing was, he would do the same thing. And so my wife was always concerned about, you know, how do you feel about firing these people? And he would say the same thing I did. I don't fire anybody. They fire themselves. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <just> like... Exactly. <laughs> yep. It's, you turned to me. I wonder where and you every, learned every that from. Every time I fired somebody, they, they shook my hand as they left. <laughs> yeah. But you knew how to do it, though. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, golly. It's kind of like when I used to, when I used to set up stores. Mm-hmm. Right. The thing I would always do, okay, is I'd always hire one guy too many. When okay? what? I would hire one person too many. Oh, yeah. 
And the reason for that is I was going to fire a guy that day. <laughs> Purposely? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay, because you had to keep payroll. No, because I wanted to send a message. Oh, no. <laughs> to the other temporaries that I don't mess around. But the way oh, I would man, do it. Oh, you are terrible. Oh, I am not. Now, stop. <laughs> you haven't heard the whole story yet. This is the way I'd handle it, okay? Okay. Is I would, uh, I would hire him, right? And I got one guy too many. And uh, you could tell this guy's a goofball anyway. He's not going to make it. So after four hours, I'd pull him off, you know, to, to lunch, and I'd call him over, and I'd say to him, hey, man, I says, you know what? I am screwed up. I hired too many guys, okay? And I got to let you go, but I'll tell you what, I'll pay you for the rest of the day, okay? Just leave and just go on as I'll sign your card. I apologize, okay? And maybe the next job, I'll make sure that you're on the crew. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> and so he'd go, he'd go, you know, because the guy's goofball anyway. Oh, great, great. You know, so I'd sign it and he'd get off. And the yeah, other guys, you could hear him talking. Oh, my God, he fired him. Fired him. Because <laughs> they could tell he was a goof off anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'd never, I tell you what. Every temporary crew I had was so good that customers would come looking for them to help them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a real good sign. <laughs> so, you know, it was one of those that you just had to do those things back then. Says, yep. I'm not going to mess around. I want a good crew. And that was it. And you fire, fire one guy the first day. Well, sure, because, yeah, I mean, was, everything was relying on you. Yeah, That's, yeah. yeah. And we, we had a tough schedule. Yeah. We had always real tight. Remember, remember uh, when I worked for Builders and Boring, it was a tight schedule. Yep. I mean, they was like, you know, you got to get this. This store's got to be open. It's got to be set. And so you got to have a top-notch crew and you have and temporaries. I mean, you're not going to get the best of the best. Yeah. So you've got to work with what you got. And that's what we did. Okay. Yeah. But that was, <laughs> that was, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, oh my God, he fired him. Oh, what? You can hear him talking, you know, to like, ah. <laughs> this guy he says, do you have something to say? Oh, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I had one guy one time when I did that, he says, he says, uh, I pulled him off to the side, says, I had to let so-and-so go, you know, and they said, well, but you hired, but you fire, uh, but you hired five of us. I said, yes. And I have to let one go. Says, well, that isn't fair. And he says, well, would you prefer that I let you go? And I bring so-and-so <laughs> back. Oh, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? We got the job done. Yeah. And that's a good way to, uh, to, uh, show them, you know, it's a good called motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was not a motivate. It was not a motivational speaker. It was a motivational action. Uh, but oh golly it was just it was just one of those things you had to do that to get this job done and how to get it done quick and i'll tell you that every temporary crew once i honed them down to a small force were better than some of the store employees literally customers would come in asking for them to help yeah sure again it was was what it had to be back then you had to be fast yeah it was I mean, look at me as a buyer, right? What did they call me, Darth Vader? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I had one guy write a nasty, I'm telling you, a nasty email about me, right? Really? Yeah. He was going to send it to his boss, send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this and I'm reading it and I'm going like, I, and I wrote back, I said, you know, I don't really think you meant to send this to me. <laughs> he goes, oh my god i'm so sorry and says, no you're not you just you just send it to the wrong person you send it to the person you're you know that you're disking and me and the guy that's and it didn't bother me actually i kind of wore it as a as a badge of honor because this particular vendor was getting away with murder in our you know in our locations this is you're not oh, going to yeah. do that anymore yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember one time this one vendor canceled a meeting with me, the buyer, right? Because he had another meeting with a, with, a, with a store manager. So I told him, I says, I'll tell you what, you are not to go into our stores until you meet with me. Oh, by the way, let's make it a month. <laughs> <laughs> let's meet in a month. <laughs> so, yeah. Not the kindest guy, I guess, out there. But you know what? There's certain protocols that you have to follow, and if the, and if the buyer 
is doing the majority of the buying, right? I mean, you, mm -hmm. he calls a meeting, you ought to go, no, you know what, I, I, I have to cancel it because I have a meeting with a store manager. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> but yeah, but oh, oh, some of the stuff we used to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember, do you ever, did you ever uh, do lock-ins? Oh, like doing inventory and you lock everybody in? Mm -mm, mm -mm. Shining, I mean, don't forget, I was a, I was a lackey at one time, okay? And a, a lackey? A lackey. Okay. Uh, and what I used to do, they used to have to do the floors, and this one guy would always get me oh. because I worked so hard, right? One of the maintenance mm -hmm. guys, the main maintenance guy says, I want Joe because I worked so hard. Well, we would get done early, right? Mm -hmm. we, so what it ended up happening is we'd say, well, we'll just kind of take a little nap. <laughs> <laughs> Get in between the clothes, you know, because it still had a couple hours to go before they let us out, right? And the managers, the manager, there'd always be somebody there, but they'd be in the office and the stores were so huge, you know, they'd just get it done. Okay, we're going to take a little nap. Well, one time we didn't wake up in time. Ooh. <laughs> they caught us sleeping. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, you know, everything was all right. You know, we, we used to do lock-ins, uh, you know, and I'll be honest with you. This is probably the reason why I like that program called Reaper. I don't know if you ever saw it. It was like two seasons. What is it called? Reaper. Oh, Reaper. Okay. Yeah. And it was about, what it was about was about these parents sell their firstborn to Satan. Okay. <laughs> and so there's people that escape from hell and their job is to, is to uh, get them back into hell. But the kid, this kid works at a place called the workbench right mm -hmm. and they're just goof-offs right it's like a home depot it's a big thing and i'm going like i remember a lot of guys doing the same thing these people are doing <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why i liked it so much i'm going like oh yeah you know well uh, clamping yeah, right down up a, your alley <laughs> yeah clamping down a four by four between two paint machines remember how they used to have them up on top and they would shake oh yeah and see if you could write it <laughs> <laughs> And what was the other one? Um, they used to, um, hey, we need a lock-in, right? We've got this toy. It's it's Christmas time. We've got 20 pallets we need to put away in reality. And so they would go down to our warehouse. And sure enough, it was lined up all the way down to the end. It was only, yeah. two, it was only two pallets. The rest were just empty boxes. Mm -hmm. And so you put away the two pallets, break down the empty boxes, and then they would raid the uh, snack bar. <laughs> <laughs> and make themselves sandwiches and, and oh, yeah. ice cream and all that stuff. Oh, it, yeah. it was it was horrible. It was horrible. Man. <laughs> and I remember one time, this was this one of the stories. We had a lock-in, right? Mm -hmm. And security forgot to lock us in. They left one door open in the back, right? Really? Yes, they did. And you know this one this one guy I talked to you about. Right, we find it open, you know, it's unlocked. Oh, we, we need to, uh, you know, we need to tell management. And it's no, 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 no. He gets one another guy. They open the door, get a Nerf football, and they're playing football in the back. Okay, you know, passing it, you know, because there's a long area passing it, having a great old time. All of a oh, yeah. sudden, all of a sudden, you see police officers, car after car, coming around the corner. Boom, 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 boom. We're going like, oh, man, we're in trouble now, right? <laughs> we run up to the front, right? And there's got to be five or six cop cars in the front with their lights on, what they've got the spotlights on. They've got their guns drawn. Some of them have their shotguns out, and they've got on the mic, and they're telling us to come out of the store. Okay. Wow. All righty. And we are scared. You know what less. Okay. <laughs> we are like pooping. We got to go home and change our shorts because we are so shook. Oh, yeah. Right. And then the assistant manager comes out and he says, don't worry, I'll take care of it. He goes out there, you know, he's holding up his hands. Everything's okay here. Everything's fine. They grab him by the collar and make him kiss the asphalt. Boom. No. Oh, now we're really scared. Oh, man. <laughs> And so they throw them in the back of the car. We ain't moving. We're staying in the store, right? So they throw so all these guys that were working, you know, putting stuff away. We ain't moving. We're staying in the store. So they called the store manager and he said, yeah, you know, the guy works for us and stuff. And so everything was fine. But he comes back in, man. And oh, 
Jeez, he looked bad. He says, oh, you know, Mr. So-and-so, you looking okay? You okay? Oh, man. You could just see the scrape mark on his face. Oh, God. You know, he was none too happy. Oh, I bet. I don't think the guy's brother-in-law lasted much, much longer after that. After, oh, the, yeah. after the investigation. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after they found out what happened. He wasn't, he wasn't, all of a sudden he's gone. Like, oh, he's off the schedule. I wonder what happened. <laughs> oh, Unreal. man. But no, we, well, we just had all kinds of fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And see, that's what happens when you work retail. You've got more jobs about wholesale, the, the, the shenanigans that went on on wholesale. Oh, but yeah. in retail, oh, God. The stuff that went on in retail back then was just, just unbelievable. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it was a. It was a good learning experience. So. Yeah. And then there was one time that um, we had the, uh, called the TBA department, tires, batteries, and accessories. Oh, okay. And there was one time where this one guy uh, decided to empty the cash register. The manager goes out and he says, where is the money? And the guy says, I gave it to this one guy that was taking Amy Carter to the airport and he needed some money. And he but he left his camera here as collateral. <laughs> <laughs> and you looked at the camera and it was a piece of junk. You know? So it's apparently like, this guy drove up in this car and he says Yeah, because <laughs> because yeah, Jimmy Carter was in the area at the time. Okay. Oh, uh-huh. Making a visit. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> And they go to this one. I have Amy Carter, and she needs to get to the airport because they're flying out. The president and I and I and I need the money. I don't have enough money right now to get, and I need a full tank of gas. <laughs> guy gives him a full tank of gas, empties out the register, gives the money to the guy, and the guy drives off. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Needless to say, that guy didn't have a job the next day. Yeah. And then we had a, another one where. I was working in the sporting goods department and we have this one guy come in, right? Big Texan guy. I mean, you know, the big belt buckle, the hat and everything like that. Apparently just moved out to California, mm-hmm. bought a blazer and he was having the oil change out in the TBA department, you know, and the guy, you know, he's looking at guns, right? Thank goodness. I'm telling you right now, thank goodness. California had a waiting period. Cause I tell you what, <laughs> what happens next if he was able to walk out with a gun, there would have been somebody not living today. Wow. Okay. I mean, this wow. guy, he's talking about, you know, I just bought this, bla-, you know, he's got his Texas twang that he just bought this blazer and he's, he's doesn't like this. You know, what did he, what did he say? He says that damn breaking in oil. I want real oil in my car, you know? So <laughs> they decided though, he's getting an oil change, right? Off a brand new car. He doesn't want the break in oil, <clears throat> except the problem that they had was that they let a new kid put this car on the rack. Oh. Yes. The thing was that he didn't put it on properly, and as the car's going up, it falls off the rack. Well, instead oh. of stopping, the kid panics, and he puts it all the way up the rack so that the car goes completely on its side, the blazer goes completely on its side, and now there is a rack that is totally extended, with a car that's in the rack next to it has a car on it already. So you can't lower the rack because the car <laughs> is in between, the blazer is in between. And so I hear this, oh, I hear man. this boom, right? And I'm showing the guy the guns and stuff like that, you know, and he's interested in the big caliber, like a 44 Magnum stub nose. So we're showing um, him all of this stuff. And I hear a boom. And I said, uh, hey, you know, can you please help out this customer? I said, I'm going to see what's going on outside. So go outside. There's this blazer on its side. The only way they can get it out, they had to get the tow truck and drag it out. Okay. So they can get the other car down. And I told him, I says, Hey, what's going on? He says, Oh, he says, yeah, we just dropped this blazer. And I said, does the guy that looks like he's straight out from Texas own this blazer? And they go, yeah. I said, he's looking at guns right now. (laughs) Oh, by the way, let me use your phone. I call the guy up, he says, you know, at the desk, who's helping this guy? Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to lunch. I'll see you in an hour. 
And I took off for lunch, man. I said, I was oh, not going to be around when you this happened. no heart at all. <laughs> so, and I didn't, and I stood away from that department for the rest of the day. I didn't even get close. I said, I want to make sure this guy's gone by the time I get back. Oh, <laughs> Unreal. Oh, God, we used to do crazy stuff. One guy, oh, yeah. yeah, one guy, this one guy, we used to play a trick on him. He used to own a Volkswagen. Musician, mm-hmm. great guy, nice guy. But so we picked up his Volkswagen one time, and we put it in the loading bay. That was at one side of the store that only would take a single truck. So that way, there was only like a foot on each side of his Volkswagen to get it out. It took him a half hour to get that Volkswagen out. Wow! Because <laughs> he had to turn it and back it up, turn back up, turn back up. <laughs> we used to do crazy Man. stuff. You know, yeah, I know, I know. We were so bad. <laughs> But, but we had fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you what, people were volatile back then. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Special people from the East Coast. Yeah. Oh, man, they were. They had a fuse in it. And if I could put my fingers as close as I could possibly get together, that's how they were volatile they were. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I remember this one guy came from back East, right? And if you mm-hmm. remember... If you remember, there was no uh, uh, UPC codes. Everything was marked by uh, right, yeah, by the sticker. Mm-hmm. And this poor little kid comes up and you know, it says, "Mister, can you tell me how much this is?" And the guy tells him, "It's a buck ninety nine, like it says on the box." Damn it! Oh no! <laughs> and I'm going like, man, you can't talk to people like that. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so why we do it back east? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Did you ever do any training? Uh, yeah, just when somebody new would come in, mm-hmm. I'd walk to the store and uh, and and do training. But it was, it was very simple, very mm-hmm. simple. Yeah. Well, you know, since I was in sporting, the, the most important part was check in on time. Check in when you're out going out. <laughs> out. Check out when you go out. <laughs> yeah. We used to do training quite a bit. I mean, you know me, I'm a training guy, right? If you're mm-hmm. gonna sell something, you you better know how it works. Yeah. Well, you remember the fad of the moped? Oh, yeah. How we used to have to train people. I would train them on everything, with the exception of firearms, on how it worked. So I wanted everybody to be able to start a moped, to ride it, and so they could tell a customer when they bought one exactly everything about it. Well, okay, so I had my whole crew out there, which was because I, I was an area manager, and sometimes I would switch. In other words, the automotive guys would sometimes come over to sporting goods and uh, so forth and so on. So I wanted to make sure that everybody was trained on this. So I brought them in early because we opened up the store um, oh, around 9, 10 o'clock or something like that. <laughs> and so I would bring them in at 8 o'clock to do uh, training. So I had warehouse crew. The guy was a good friend of mine. So he put up pallets, right? Uh, around an area so they so nobody would park there mm-hmm. right? so then and then they, they, it's wide enough where they could just drive around and things like that with a moped so everybody went this one young lady just she was just scared to death she says i you know i can't do this i said sure you can i said you've got to learn on how to do this since you work sporting goods you need to learn how you can sell this to your customers. She says, okay. So she gets on there, right? And she starts it up fine, revs it up. Oh, it's just, oh, see how nice it is? I says, okay, now, now let out the clutch and just, just be real smooth. What a mistake. Okay. She oh, yeah. guns it. That thing takes off and you know, they can go up to about 20, 25 miles an hour, right? Yep. She bolts right between the, the, uh, pallets, right? And now she's <laughs> out in the parking lot driving like a mad woman running around there, right? And we're chasing her, trying to trying to stop, and she's screaming. <laughs> Poor thing is screaming. She's scared to death. And she's, ah, ah, I'm going to die. Ah. And so we're running after her, trying to trying to grab her to say, okay, you know, finally, I will guarantee you, it took us 15 minutes before we could catch up to her. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I think the thing was near running out of gas. It's the only reason why we got to her. <laughs> oh, I, I, we could have been in big trouble if she would have crashed into somebody. Oh, yeah. But, oh, Big my time. goodness. Oh. Big time. And we told her, he said, from now on, you are not going to be selling mopeds. <laughs> I said, let us yep. do the selling. Uh, we're sorry that you, we got you on this. We'll, we'll let you do this. You know, we'll do the selling. Don't worry about it. But, oh, yeah. man, oh, man, yeah. oh, man. 
just get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, man. <laughs> it was all fun. We all had a great time. Well, Cotton, I'm going to have to say, you know, it's about time for us to uh, bring another episode to a close. All right. You're going gonna to leave us with a prayer, Padre? <laughs> the only thing that I can tell you right now, if I knew I was going to live this long, I'd have taken better care of myself. <laughs> <laughs> or, Father, I'm glad I'm out of retail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my man. You right, have man. a great time, okay? Nos vemos después. We'd like to thank you for listening and leave you with this one quote from Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you're right. And until next time, may God bless.